Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. It's so good to be back on the live stream today. Um, but it's going to be uh, about 15, 20 minutes today. Um, but today we are going to be talking all about your website, all about how to get people to actually do things on your website. Uh, so we're going to start on the homepage. I'm not going to do a lot more introduction here. Uh, starting with the homepage, moving into the squeeze pages, going to the product pages, and finally landing on the booking page. We will be going over about 20 different uh, touch points that will help with optimization. Um, so keep tuned, stay tuned, bring your notes, and let's get started. All right. So why do you need a website? Like, I mean, I, I'm assuming if you're watching this, you probably got a website to start off. So let's keep that in, uh, keep that conversation to a minimum. But websites are one of the most important parts of your content marketing funnel. So think about it this way. If somebody finds you on social media, somebody finds a YouTube video, finds a TikTok, whatever it may look like for your business, then they're going to want to uh, explore you. So if they're interested in your content, they're probably going to end up on your profile. And uh, if most people uh, that actually visit your profile, people that are interested in taking the next steps are going to click on links or do a little bit more deep research into you, who you are, what your brand is. Um, now, most case, and in, in my same case, uh, same case here, uh, I'll direct people to a, a splash page for the time being while the website's down and being uh, redesigned with the new branding. But um, in most cases, you do want to move them directly to a website instead of a splash page. Yes, I know. Uh, then you don't. You only have one link, but I promise you, it's worth it here um, for SEO and things like that. But that's not the conversation today. So let's start with the homepage. So I mean, very, very up at the top. So let's just uh, from a high level overview. Uh, we want to keep all website design clean, like just across the board. It doesn't matter which page we're talking about. Keep that in mind as we move through all of the different pages today. Uh, we want to make sure it's as clean as possible. Um, a big part of clean design is to not have a whole bunch of cluttering elements, using lots of white space, giving elements room to breathe, if you will. Um, so sometimes even as much as 60 pixels, about half an inch or so, uh, between different elements uh, is, you know, it's it gives more, um, how do you say, the um, it's easier to look at. It's easier on the eyes. Um, and it kind of guides your eyes through the, the journey that you need to go. So if you're scrolling down a website or a landing page and they've got little tiny blurbs with pictures along, uh, kind of guiding you through, the buying journey of addressing your objections, and then at the very bottom of the uh, the home page or the squeeze page, you've got a call to action that leads into the next uh, product page or booking page. So um, th that's really where we want to to be at. So clean design, white space. Keep that in mind throughout all of all of this. Another thing to keep in mind is actually what is being written. So the content on uh, the page. So. I mentioned in, uh, oh, that won't even be going live yet, uh, but coming up in the next couple of days, you'll have a video go live about some 
uh, landing page uh, split testers and which ones actually have those really good uh, capabilities in them. So you can look at that when it goes out in a couple of days. Um, I recorded it yesterday. So anyways, um, headline, all of your titles, all of your website copy, split test it, test it out, um, and always keep it simple. Um, for specifically for the homepage, um, this is very different if you're looking into blogs and things like that, so uh, keep the, the two distinctive. Um, but in all cases, you want to split test copy, content, um, and just make sure that it's more focused on the user. So for the ones at the start, we want to put into their heads, how are we going to um, achieve our goal? So if our end goal is, um, let's say, uh, oh, wow, I didn't have an example off the top of my head. Um, oh, I got it. You know what? Let's do, a, let's do a financial services one this time around. So let's say that you are an, a loan broker. There we go. So a loan broker here is going to um, take a look at their headline and uh they have to guide people through. So um, why should you use a loan broker instead of going just to your bank? You know, you kind of have to go through this uh, uh, buying process, part of the discovery commerce process that I've been mentioning um, and multiple guides have been put out on my Medium account. Don't go check those out. They'll be great for you if you need that kind of help. All right. Um, I won't spend too much more time on the home and squeeze pages, but uh, banner. If you show the persona, you're immediately going to have more relevant traffic stick around. Um, so keeping this uh, small bit of design bit in mind, um, it is 2022. You shouldn't be using anything below HD quality at this point. Um, at this point, it's actually being downgraded inside of results. So if you're uploading you know, 480 pixels or whatever else, um, it will actually not go as far. So HD or above, if you can go 4K or whatever above, do it. If not, make sure it's at least HD and it shows the persona to make sure you get that relevant traffic. Um, another thing for uh, websites specifically, landing pages specifically, is to use different colors. So contrasting colors. Uh, look at a, a, um, sorry, a color wheel. Um, and find ones that are opposing each other or a triad if you're using three colors. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, and make sure to use the most prominent or the most um, what, what's stark, the eye-catching one for your call to action. Now, of course, split test it. Split test different uh, hues and different, um, you know, stark red like the uh, YouTube subscribe button. Or do you want to use something that's more muted, um, like a, a how Pinterest has it? Just slightly more muted, but not quite. Um, all right, so moving on just a little bit further down your home slash squeeze page, uh, you want to get some testimonials. If you have them, put them up there. It's great to have them. Um, if you have uh, most popular products, so... Um, on, I'm just going to give you guys a, a little heads up. On our website, we've got uh, the, this part's already been, homepage has been designed. So um, the most popular products are right down at the bottom. Now it's a mixture, of course. I've got my 
uh, the free products, the digital products, and then, you know, our consulting stuff. And it's all in there. It's most popular from each one. Uh, but all of it's super easy to find and super easy to move off of the home page and into the product page, uh, which is where we're going to go next, but not quite. So um, social icons, uh, this is just a good way for, you know, people to connect with you and let them know that you're not just there on uh, Twitter or whatever. Um, so link off to everywhere that you've got. Uh, this is just another uh, trust factor, you know, no like trust. Um, and another thing, trust here, speaking of that, um, if you do have something that can be integrated into one of the social proof badges, so proof is uh, the most prominent of those softwares, but um, so-and-so booked a meeting five minutes ago, so-and-so uh, purchased uh, conversion copywriting for dummies 20 minutes ago. You know, uh, these kind of things kind of push, like, okay, other people are also making herd mentality. All right, so moving into your product page. Uh, this is where things is starting to get fun, of course. Keep in mind everything that we've talked about so far, uh, specifically about that clean design and lots of white space. Um, so the number one question that I have to answer when we're talking about CRO, which is what we're talking about today, um, is on the product page, if I have a high ticket item, should I include the price? Yes and no. So it's really going to come down to a discussion about who is your brand persona. Uh, is this somebody that has a really long discovery process and needs to be uh, more hands-on through the sales process? Or is this somebody that's like, I have a credit card with a $100,000 limit. I need to swipe. Um, and really, those that's more of what the, the answer is going to be in. So discuss with your brand consultant. If you need help, you can reach out to me uh, through email or through any of the chats. Um, anyway, so for low ticket or B2C, um, for those folks that might be on this, have happened across this live stream here. Um, always include it with currency. Now, of course, what constitutes high ticket versus low ticket, uh, that's really up to you. For me, that's under $1,000. Um, throw the, the currency and the price on there transparently. Um, another thing for product uh, pages is to do shipping info. If you have a physical product, if it's a digital product, obviously there's not going to be a shipping uh, but you can still put, like, it'll be a, a digital delivery, um, a one-click download, a delivery through email, or however however else it is. Give details uh, as to what the next steps are going to, as soon as I hand you my credit card, what's going to happen next. Um, another thing is refund and return policies. Now, this isn't really a huge thing, uh, but I don't want to neglect it. So make sure to include the refund and refund or uh, return slash exchange policies on all of your product pages. Um, other things for product pages, specifically reviews, if one of the testimonials from the front page is actually for a specific product, move it to the product page over the home page. Um, it's it's going to give more uh, weight on the product page itself. <laughs> Another thing that I mentioned or that I see a lot of missing from product pages is uh, FAQs. Um, now... You don't have to be as in-depth as I am with my FAQs. Usually I'll <laughs> about 20 to 30 different FAQs for each section. Um, now it's a lot more intensive than most people will go for, uh, but 
it's just my style. I like to cover everybody and every little tiny thing that could be a question. <clears throat> so all of those FAQs, we talked about this on the last live stream about uh, the VC uh, marketing and growth plan. Um, putting the, those um, FAQs and making sure that they lead to a call to action. So they need to lead to some next step. I've answered your question. Here's what you can do with that information, or here's what you should do with that information. All right. Uh, and one more time, social proof badges. Actually, on social proof badges, it should be on as many pages as it's possible to, um, depending on if there is integrations and all that fun stuff. So um, now let's talk about your booking page. So somebody has gone through uh, your product page, your squeeze page, your landing page, all of this fun stuff. Um, and they've gotten to the point where they want to book a meeting. Uh, they've clicked a button or been redirected to your booking page or it's embedded in there or whatever the, the case may be there. Um, so for booking pages, this is the one place where I will give this advice. Do not allow for an exit point. Um, if they want to exit the, the um, process at this point, they'll have to exit out of um, the, the entire tab. So. Um, I don't uh, usually give this piece of advice for home pages, squeeze pages, uh, product pages. You always want to be able to have a way to get back to the home page. But after somebody's gone through the buying process, you want them to obviously not be able to leave very easily. Um, so another thing for booking pages, it, it, as, mi as minimal information as possible, um, four to five fields is as maximum as you should ever go. Uh, most people won't even fill out the four or five um, in that same spirit leave non-essential items uh, so if you're asking questions like company name or what's your website uh, leave them as optional now obviously some people will just fill it in anyway some people will skip it uh, but there is a whole other process of data enrichment which we'll be doing two live streams from now uh, sorry I had to double check my calendar uh, two live streams from now, we'll be talking about how to do data enrichment manually uh, using social channels and open source intelligence. It's going to be so much fun. All right. So uh, anyway, back to the booking page. Uh, so always at the very end of this fun stuff, uh, we want to give some urgency, throw some social proof badges on there. Um, uh, we only accept five clients every month or only 20 remaining. Now, obviously, don't make up some BS just to uh, give a sense of urgency. You want to actually have urgency uh, built into your offer. <clears throat> so uh, with those last couple of things, automate the invites. Just this is it's a booking page. It should have an automatic invite probably built in, especially if you're using software like Calendly. Uh, through a CRM, most of them will automatically send a, an invite. Uh, sorry, an invite, um, and then of course you can set up automated responses, reminders, and things like that. And the very last part. This is your final tip of the day. You want to redirect from your booking page to an offer or a more info page. So if you've got a quick video for high ticket stuff. Throw a video, get some ba some ba basic information uh, so they know who you are, what you're offering, um, and exactly what's going to happen on that call. Um, this can also just be a written page, a, a blog, a, a hell, even a, a free offer. Somebody 
uh, books a meeting with you or downloads a free product. Uh, redirect to a, a product that's, you know, it's a smaller product. Um, larger and larger commitment. These are called micro commitments. So micro commitments lead to larger commitments. <clears throat> All right, guys. So I hope you got some things out of this wonderful live stream. Please leave all of your questions in the comments. Ask them away on all of the all of the social medias. You can follow me on Twitter at LJ underscore 2G0D2M1. Uh, same thing on Instagram and TikTok. Love and light, guys. Namaste. I will see you guys next time.